Yes, sir. And welcome to the road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, but it's about the journey. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Road to Damascus. We want to thank you all for tuning in. And today we have another show where it's just me and somebody else. Uh, pretty soon I'm going to be putting out uh, applications for new uh, co-hosts I see. Uh, but I'm not going to go there. So today with me, to my left, is my main man, Stefan. He's back with me today. Welcome, Steph. Welcome. What up? What up? Hey, now I'm going to need you to take back what you said last week now. There you go. Give me all those applause. I need more of those. Can I get one more of those, please? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are far too kind. Yeah, whatever. And with me saying Stefan's the only one here, that means there's no Vincent. And there's no Lauren. So they get the wah, 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 wah. I actually hope I got that button last week. but (laughs) No, you didn't, but... uh, Thank you, and I'll give you one more cheer yeah, for yeah, showing up. Yeah. Great, great. I feel excellent. <laughs> Whatever. You don't show up again, you're going to get the womp, womp, womp on the introduction. You know, I might just not show up just to get that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll be here. But um, so because I had a topic specifically planned for today that I wanted everybody to be here for, me and Stefan uh, changed it up a little bit. We threw a little curveball. Um, just to change it up because the topic that I want to discuss, I really want to have the uh, more people here because it's a very interesting discussion. But we won't get into that. We're going to get into what we're talking about today. And what we're talking about is dun, 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 social media. Are you addicted to social media or is social media addicted to you? <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, when you think about social media. And the effect that it has on us today, you have to start to look at it in a big picture view. Like, is it is it productive for me to be on social media? Um, Because you do have some people that use it for business and things like that, Um, whether it be streaming on YouTube, uh, Twitch uh, for video games. But then you have, uh, you know, Pinterest recipes, things like that. But then you have the flip side of that. People just posting pictures, checking out pictures. Uh, you, We know, I know how Facebook was involved in a lot of propaganda that was like fake, quote unquote, fake news and things mm-hmm. like that. So um, social media can either be your best friend or your worst enemy. True. So, um, Steph, what do you think about social media? Yeah, so uh, social media, for me, I got to speak about my perspective first, and then uh, we can get off into uh, other topics. Yeah, I would love your perspective. Excellent. Yeah, you you being nice. Yeah, that's because I'm back. All right. So my perspective on social media as of right now. Um, so I actually um uh what is it called? Uh disabled. Yeah, yes. disabled. I disabled my personal Instagram. Okay. And I deleted my actual Facebook. Okay. I logged off of Twitter. Okay. And I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Only Instagram page I still have is my construction page. Okay. I try to use that as an excuse sometimes to say I got a market on there, which I never post any pictures. If you go to my construction page, it's three pictures on there. Well, you should use it more to market yourself. I definitely should. Um, But social media for me on my personal page had became an issue. Okay. Just became an issue because of the fact that the things that I saw. And social media is dangerous in the regard that it has everything that everybody needs. Okay. Only thing you have to do is find it and you follow it. You know, it's everybody's dream. You go in there, it's like a mall of everything. And you can find the stories that you want. You follow the people that you want. People that talk the same topics, people that do the same things, or even the, the, the people that may exploit the areas in you that may not be um, potential for your growth. Okay, I got you. And I like so that. the things that I was looking at wasn't really growing me, you know, so I had to kind of say, you know what, I need to delete this and I need to pull back because, you know, as I always stress, I'm like, you know, um, the goal is to get closer to God. 
And by doing that, I got to be able to trim the fat sometimes. And uh, fasting is not just fasting with food. People always kind of put fasting with food. And it's not just fasting. It's fasting from any strongholds. If food is a stronghold for you, then you begin to fast from that. What what's what's I, w- I almost look at fasting as what is preventing you from having your full attention and relationship with Christ? Like, are the, are you spending two three hours on social media where you could be spending two three hours praying or in the Word? Absolutely. Okay. But it, they so that didn't used to be the issue back in no. the day. Right. Social media has made it easier for us to disconnect. By getting connected, you actually disconnect from God. And from the world in and from general. from the world in general. But the world was already an issue. Right. You know? But I'm just saying, um, and I got this statistic, because mm-hmm. I like to have statistics. We have to have facts. Well, where, this is who you are, so <laughs> we have to have but, um, the statistics on the show. So um, let's see those. I, that. Now, everybody has a smartphone now, pretty much. The days of just the analog cell phone are done. Other than the people that have Androids. Right. (laughs) For all my Android users out there, we are on Spotify. Give us a listen. Please, don't let them, don't let them, don't let them do you like that. Just tell me, does it sound like a a robot when we talk on Android? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, the statistics said that 50.1% of the time that people are on their cell phones are spent on social media. Now, before we really dive into it, there are there are four types of social media. The four types of social media are social networking, which would include like Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, microblogging, which would be like Twitter or Tumblr, photo sharing, which is like Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, then video sharing, which would be like YouTube, TikTok, IG Live, Facebook Live, uh, Twitch now would be in that. So those are the four types of social media. So YouTube, which a lot of people I know use for like the repair stuff around the house or with their cars. Absolutely. But that still would be considered social media. So that's why it, social media can be your best, can be a blessing or a curse depending on how you use it. So those are the four types of social media. And one other st- statistic before we uh, really dive into this stuff is of 2019, the average person spent two hours and 22 minutes a day on social media. And and that would be considered one of the platforms that I brought up earlier, social networking, microblogging, photo sharing, or video sharing. That is 15 and a half hours a week. And that would be 34 days out of the year that you are on social media. If you are at that two hour and 22 minute a day average. Now some can be higher, some can be lower, but two hours and 22 minutes in 2019 was the average. Sheesh. 34 days out of your year that you are on social media. Then you got to multiply that by how long you've been on social media. Right. So, right. So if you've been on social media for 10 years, that's 340 days, almost a year. That's a whole year of your life. So out of 10 years, you, so every decade is a year of your life. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Wow. That you are on social media. That's a lot. And, and it's grown and it hasn't stopped growing. Like, increasing. like I would say like my son, um, he's on social media a lot more than I am, but he uh-huh. grew up in social media. We didn't grow up in social so media. I, I, you know what, before you even get, I wonder is those times per social, like per platform or is that no that's just a whole a totality totality so it's almost like um because i know if, on, you, if you listen to a youtube you know a lot of times uh you know me and other people will send uh um a sermon sermons exactly back and forth right you know they know who they are but they right. we send sermons back and forth and you know some of those sermons are 40 minutes or longer or longer right and i you know i try to listen to them when i work but now, if you're saying two hours of that, those are more so productive. Oh, yeah. Well, well, hours. but that, but that's where we have to dive into it. Okay. The blessings and the curses of social there media. We go. So it's not just like I'm not saying every minute of every day on social media is bad, and right. that we need to get rid of it. Because I'll be honest with you, 
on Sundays and Mondays and probably Tuesdays, I am on social media on the Road to Damascus Instagram page on Twitter trying to promote the show. So okay. I'm I'm yeah. putting out content. I'm retweeting anybody who um likes our information or puts it on their story, I repost it on our story just to get that out there so we can grow the grow the show, grow the base. You know, you have to in this kind of form doing podcasting, you have to get into social media. So a lot of, I do work, but a lot of times, like I said, on Sunday evening, starting until Monday and Tuesday, I'm on social media on the road to Damascus page, growing the page. Yep. And or growing, excuse me, growing the show, growing the platform. Yep. So, so like I said, it's not always bad. So we have to look at both ways, the blessings and the curses of social media. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, in that same regard, that's exactly what I was saying. That's the reason why I didn't delete my business page. But my personal page I had to delete because uh the personal uh you know, the personal struggles of the things that we were looking at, you know. Uh, well, I mean, let let's just be honest. I mean, we'll use Instagram cuz it, it would you say Instagram was your most frequently visited social media platform? That would be correct. And when you go to Instagram, I, I mean, we're going to call a spade a spade. There are women on there that are dressed provocatively, um, not all the time, but a lot of times. And they have a lot of users, a lot of amateur porn. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but they have a, a lot of users. And then they're also hawking products like flat tummy tees and the 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 bands that go around your stomachs and things like that. Now, do I think they use these products? Probably not, but they're oh. selling them, and that's yeah. the way that they make their money. Or they might have um, boutiques and clothing, and they'll model their clothing. So before we, we go, I'm going to play this little clip. Um, this was from a 60 Minutes episode um, where they were talking about brain hacking and actually how these social media platforms. So it's just a small clip of Anderson Cooper excuse me, Anderson Cooper, giving a little uh, background on it, so. Have you ever wondered if all those people you see staring intently at their smartphones nearly everywhere and at all times are addicted to them? According to a former Google product manager you're about to hear from, Silicon Valley is engineering your phone, apps, and social media to get you hooked. He's one of the few tech insiders to publicly acknowledge that the companies responsible for programming your phones are working hard to get you and your family to feel the need to check in constantly. Some programmers call it brain hacking, and the tech world would probably prefer you didn't hear about it. But Tristan Harris openly questions the long-term consequences of it all, and we think it's worth putting down your phone to listen. This so thing so is that was uh, a clip from 60 Minutes, but basically, sometimes you wonder, is it me that's addicted, or are they studying your patterns of behavior, and then that's what's making you become addicted to what you're, quote-unquote, watching or paying attention to? Yeah, true, but they can only they can only do that when you're using their platforms. That's it. You know, that's why most people don't read the terms and conditions of those things. They just agree and accept so they can get connected, so to speak. And then once you do that, you're wondering why they have all of these algorithms. And you say, hmm, I need a fur coat. And you're thinking on a fur coat or not just thinking on a fur coat. Most people think they're just thinking on it. They actually searched it in Google. Right. And then they closed the tab. But then it picked up that algorithm because they have like this kind of system. Right. Well, they can, all it, link it, together. Yeah, they all link together. Because remember, uh, uh, you know, you go in there, you have your Facebook link. Facebook owns Instagram. So Instagram automatically picks up that algorithm. And then they go on. Once you log on to Instagram, that's how they market. They say, hey, he searched for a fur coat on Google. And now you're seeing it pop up on Instagram. Most people, what's going on? What's going on? No, it's because you searched that. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, um, have you ever been watching um, or thinking of something? And then you go on your IG page. And as you scrolling through, you see an advertisement for it. And you be like, like it was, I remember I saw this 
clip where this guy said, have you all ever been searching something and got an advertisement where you swear your phone is listening in on your conversations? Yep. But you got to remember this too, though. Guaranteed you went on YouTube and searched something on that. All of those are linked. Yeah, all of them are. All yeah. of them are the same. Yeah, and, and usually with your terms of service, they're able to pull your information and you don't read on that. Exactly. And that was even how. Um, they even pick up your location. You can say, I want pizza. And then they'll say, you'll pop up an ad, Hungry Howie's, five miles down the road. Right. Social media has its, has, has its good things when you're focused on the actual um, media or the marketing part, the marketing portion. Like our brother, Caillou. He's great at marketing his business on there. Um, KBG Group. Yep. Give so, him a shout yeah, out. Yeah, we'll give him a shout out. He uh, actually does excellent finished carpentry work. Um, and uh, he's great at marketing on there. And he's used that tool to be able to build his business. So it's excellent in that. You know, you got a lot of companies are in our building, Mechanical Hub, all those guys are, you know, using their, their platforms to uh, actually build their business and then uh, actually keep other guys connected. Um, but then you have some that aren't, you have some people that don't even have a profile picture and they're going on there and they're starting beefs on Instagram. Well, yeah, well, that, that that's where I want to get into the curses of it as well. So not only is it a way to distract you, prevent you from doing jobs, um, some of the negative Things that go back to it is depression. It can yep. be a way for depression, but also we've seen in the last two to three, no, no, the last five years, how social media has been used as a trigger when it comes to getting conversations started negatively with these bots that are used by other countries for disinformation. Yep. So you'll, um, and people show it all the time where, a topic may pop up and you'll get 20 people in your comments all making the same comment, but they're all bots and they might have these weird names like Dan five, six, three, seven, two. And they just started their profile like a month ago. And it's like, and you making like these harsh comments, they not following that. They don't have that many followers, but they only following like political people. Cause at the end of the day, I'm on Twitter. I would say more than Instagram because I follow there is a term called black Twitter and I love black Twitter. Yeah, you it's, it's hilarious. What a faithful black man association. Yeah. Faithful black man association, but I'm, which on, is a real thing, which is a real thing. Cause black men don't cheat. Hey, absolutely. So anyway, um, but I'm, I'm on, um, Twitter a lot. Then I would say second most is IG. I'm never on Facebook at all. Like Facebook is shenanigans to me. Um, and I could tell people who get their news and updates from <laughs> Facebook <laughs> when I've talked to them for five minutes. So to me, that's the negative part, because now we have gotten into the phase of life where if it's on an Internet, we are, I guess are supposed to believe that it's real and it's not real. And it's unfortunate that it has come to that because, you know, people get information. But like, man, I, I got this. I, I read this. I read that. And it's like. But who is the source of the information? That's true. Like, you can literally go on your Instagram right now and put up an obituary of me. And then put the date on there and people will be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. You know, rest in peace and all this kind of stuff. And But you can see how you can easily be influenced by that. You know, somebody tells you something, that's where you get your first uh, news. And a lot of stuff breaks on Instagram, on breaks on social media. and Twitter. Twitter's a lot of because yeah, I go to Twitter for a lot of political news things you know, like that. People uh, I follow on, on social media. Period. You know, you got a lot of news outlets now that they're not even as big on TV or on broadcast, and they're actually bigger on uh, social media. Right. And the 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 facts of it is is sometimes you have to detox from Instagram. I'm I I was actually uh, when we were researching this topic, um, which was a short notice topic. By the way, um, I think we did good for a short notice. We topic. definitely we do good with everything. All right. So look, so I was actually researching and with some people researching the topic that were talking about their detox from Instagram and how they began to feel more clear, okay. more focused. Actually, some depression was triggered by having social media. You know, um, you get into it to where you're used to certain likes. You post a picture and you want somebody to comment. 
you want somebody to say something. You want someone to reach out. It gives you it gives you gratification, re- re- reinforcement, and even on that brain hack. Um, anybody want to check that out? That was uh Anderson Cooper on sixty minutes. But the brain hack guy said that it's the same sensation that you get from like slot machines when you just pulling the lever See? and exactly and and. and Anybody who's been to a casino, I used to work at one years ago. There's no windows, so you don't know if it's light or dark outside. You're just in there, and it's and it's giving you that constant gratification. Or for people more in in our space, what was that movie Percy Jackson? Remember on Percy Jackson, uh-huh. the, the original one where they were in that uh, a Loki's the Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in there and everything. They just it's it sucked to me. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I've. I've been to the casino and uh, it's not a great feeling, right? So when you when you kind of e- equate it to that, and it's like you know what, and you That's, at the end of the day you look at it like a waste because you've been in the casino, you spent money, yep. Did you win or lose? And you understand? And it's just like that when you on Instagram, if you posted a picture or posted something, did you get the likes you wanted? Did you get the re the repost that you wanted? And things like yep. that. So now that becomes the that becomes uh, your 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 uh, your driving motivation or your a uh, compromise to your self esteem if right. you don't get what you thought you would do. I I thought this picture for sure wasn't going to get right. two hundred likes or three hundred likes, and it doesn't. And it only get got that. fifty. Right, and now you feel now you feel some type of way like inadequate. maybe I'm not who I thought I was. Not only on top of that. Now we look for these people who are on uh, Instagram or Twitter that become celebrities, i.e. blue check marks or things like that, certified people. We look for them. Verified. 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 We look for verified people to be our activists. We look for them to make political statements. And if you remember during the summer when the whole Black Lives Matter, George Floyd stuff was going on, remember some people on Instagram or Twitter were getting heat because they weren't posting about it or they were making comments because it was like, well, don't make a comment or the comment that you made, we don't agree with. So it's like, we look for these people to be something more than, than what they even are. Like we've turned people into celebrities. Absolutely. And you know, remember me and you were just having a discussion. We were talking about the different times. I think we were talking more. So we had kind of talked about that cast in Germany, how it was like the different generations and things like that. Right. Right. So that kind of brings me to the same point. Even now, it's like every single generation had to deal with something different. Oh, yeah. Right? We weren't the generation that was around um, when uh, Jesus walked on earth. And we weren't around when um, there were uh, uh, nights and nights. Exactly. Medieval times. We weren't around when the only way to travel to another country was by a sailboat. And hopefully you got a good wind. Right. You know, we weren't around during that time. So we're around during the Internet time. And uh, Internet is one of the biggest feats in our everyday walk, you know, because it becomes an issue to where anything that you need access to, you can find. You know, um, when, when even when I said to the to the various things of the addictions, you know, you can find any addiction on Instagram or any social media. Period. You can find those on there. If you don't want anyone to talk to, that's why this generation is so easy at, you know, getting rid of people because they can get connected and find new people easily. They can easily say, you know what, I don't even want that person anymore. I don't want her anymore because I see 10 women on Instagram that are way finer or whatever it may be. Or and sliding in DMs. Sliding in DMs. And so now you get a false reality. And it that false reality actually distracts you from your truth. Right. And it distracts you from what you really may have before you that God may want for you. Oh, yeah. And that's why it's extremely important sometimes to really disconnect and evaluate what's really going on. Like, you know what? I'm distracted by um, um, looking at what I'm looking at on Instagram or I'm distracted by the likes on Instagram. I'm distracted by posting things on Instagram, posting my life. And you're wondering why everybody's in your business. Well, well do you like remember that? I sent you an article? Um, I believe it was on Yahoo or maybe it was on Twitter where a young lady who was uh, well-known on Instagram was saying how she was feeling threatened because she like people would follow her. They noticed her in public. Um, and, and she was making comments about how she felt like she was being followed from the airport. And thing. I don't know if you remember, it was like an article about a young lady that was on IG. 
I think I remember. Yeah. I think I remember that. Okay, well, whatnot, but I'm just saying, these are the things because, I mean, like Lauren isn't here, but she could probably tell us, but I can imagine what a woman's DMs look like. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're pretty wild. Right, from maybe the most innocent, like, hi, I like to get to know you more, to the more insane, like, people just sending you straight penis pics. Dick exactly. Pics. Like, just let's be honest. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yep. And, and, and whatnot, or making threats, or I saw you, I know where you live, you live in this area, and things like that. So it, it, it could become very, it could just become all-encompassing. And I think that when you really think about it, social media has become like a large part of our lives. You look at people like the Kardashians, even though they got the TV show, but they got like 10 million followers on IG, 10 million followers on Twitter. That. I think it's I'm, like 30 million. I'm, million, I'm just saying like they, they got these ridiculous number of followers. And then even sometimes, you know, people buy followers and these followers don't even be real just to help them get started to Notoriety, be able to, to yeah. get to get boosted to be able to to do certain things. So it's like it, it all becomes fake and it's not real. Exactly. Because really, at the end of the day, the the, the, the major problem with me with the social media is that it's not real. It's that not. is 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 it's a mirage. Like, just think about it. We are now um what nine months into a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And Corona's been here since about February. We've been really on lockdown since about March. And when the summer months came, Rona was still around. But, you know, I mean, the cases weren't that bad. And but people still weren't traveling. You still had to social distance. You still had to be um, on the planes with your mask on. But you had people traveling and and not tra- they were posting pictures on IG or on Twitter, and you were thinking like, "Ain't no, ain't no Rona out here." Oh yeah, for sure. Like you would think that Rona was was gone. Like we mm-hmm. had found the cure. The way people was just traveling, and I'm thinking like, "Do we find a cure for Rona?" Because the way social media was showing it, and that's where it is, is because we have this this need to want to keep up with the Joneses. We see other people doing it. They're traveling. They're going here. I'm used to doing this because you would see people, oh, they'll post those flashbacks. This is what I was doing a year ago. Take me back. Take me back. You know what I'm saying? They'll post these pictures. <laughs> right. And, and, and what it is is because we get selfish and we only care about self, we want to go back to these places. We want to – or I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm not going to wear my mask, and yeah. I'm not getting into the – anti-mask stuff is that's a whole nother conversation but i'm just saying Mm -hmm. these social medias make you think that it's something that it's not and that goes even with the information because now what begins to happen is is you find people that are in your worldview like before i remember when, when facebook first dropped i was in college it used to be it was facebook it was myspace and it was black planet and black planet was like the black social media um, you took it back. So like, <laughs> that shows how old I am. Yeah, no, and I even with MySpace, I, I remember. I remember people used to spend days putting together their MySpace page. MySpace was fire too. You can actually have music on your music pad. in the back. You can actually put a uh, like a little filter on the back to where it was kind of like a a skin. I think they call yeah, it a skin. Yeah, it was it was fire. I actually had a fire MySpace. <laughs> a fire MySpace. But but it took you a long time to put that together. And truth be told, you have went through a phase where you were go- trying to put your own social media page together. Oh, good yeah, life. Yeah. Yup, yup. Good life. Yeah, yeah yep, I remember. Yep. Welcome to the good life. Yeah. So I, I haven't forgotten that, but I'm just saying, we grew up in that time. And really, it was kind of like social media was the way that you was able to connect with people at other colleges. You would see pictures of family, friends, people you haven't seen in a long time. It was just a way to connect if you had family that weren't going to be able to come to the family reunion or you hadn't seen in a year, but they had a baby. You got to see the pictures of the baby grow. It, it was very innocent. Definitely. So as time has gone on, social media has become the, the platform for now the crazy uncle who had the crazy ideas. Yep. is able to sp- sprout his but, ideas. But you know, that's... And, and, but he now, people are believing them, and we have people now 
who sprout off fake stuff. And I mean, from from you know, I mean, any any weird conspiracy theory because anything I'm gonna say is gonna offend people, so I'm not gonna say like you know, like anti-vaxxers and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything you know, uh, QAnon, mm-hmm. um, you know, any any of these conspiracy conspiratorial um, thoughts and ideas. People are sprouting them now where before you might have just been the guy in your neighborhood sprouting them and they'd be like, oh, he crazy. Now it's like it's a hundred thousand of them crazy people. Like, uh, everything that people touch, it begins to be perverted. <laughs> everything. You know, something may start off innocent, then, you know, it. it's always a category to where it's, you know, it started off as, uh, you know, something benevolent. And then turns into something malevolent based on um, the people that are involved. And when you talk about Instagram and you talk about the impact that it's made, you're talking about normal people that may work at Kroger's or may work, you know, at, at, at a small office or whatever, have the ability to affect 100,000 people, which is literally nothing when you talk about followers right. nowadays. And you say a hundred thousand people, and some movie stars didn't even have that following in the nineties. But you have somebody that just works at a paralegal office, and they got a hundred thousand followers because she has, you know, a nice body, or he's a handsome guy, or whatever it may be, you know, depending on the followers that they attract. And in this in this same regard, it's like, man. You have the ability to affect that many people. And some people don't use it always to their benefit. Right. And then some people do. And then that's when the marketers get in. And then people pay them to market a product that's not even proven. You know, some of these uh, uh, energy drinks and, and flat tummy teas. Yeah, these teas and all that kind of stuff, waist trainers and all these various things. And it begins to be a game. You know, just think about it. Even on. We're talking about social media, and even though this has never been done in a generation, but it was other ways that was affected by it. Think about in the early 80s, right, or in the, in the 80s, what was the biggest thing that people did? You know, it was usually the skating ring, going to the skating ring, doing those various things, going to house parties. Those were the way to social, you know, to actually have interact. like, to interaction. Exactly. So to have an, a social experience, you had to get out here. So people would say, oh, you guys are always out. You are, you're a party or, you know, you're a night crawler or whatever. You don't have to be that. You can be home and be on social media. You can go live. You can do all these various things. So you can be home. So we've become more distant, but also more personal. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, even for instance, I remember when my son was in high school, he would literally sit and watch YouTube videos of other people playing video games. And now that's the big thing on Twitch. And I'm sitting there like, why don't you just play the video game? Why are you sitting there watching somebody play a video game? I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I don't know what happened to him. But the thing, those that's the thing, you know, and... The reason why I pull back is because I always want my relationship with God to be stronger than any other force that I have impacting me in my life. It's already rough enough, you know, committing to a God in the world that is so um, um, distorted and distracted. And then now you add the... um, add the effect of a social media page or a social experience. Well, I think, I think, I think at the end of the day, not to cut you off, like you said, throughout time, there's always been something to distract people in, uh, in Roman times, they will have the Colosseum and they will have these, uh, gladiators and Titans fight each other to distract the people from, uh, what was going on in their lives as almost like, we, let's get the people something. So it's always something there to distract the people, to g- gather their attention. Um, 
you know, in medieval times, you had plays, William Shakespeare, things like that. So there's always things that we might be like, I couldn't see it being that big, but actually it was probably stuff going on every day that, that could distract people and, and, and make uh, those situations uh, tough for them or not. So now we just dealing what we're dealing with in our time, because like I said, I'm 39, 20 years ago, social media wasn't an issue, but I remember, you know, but video games, we talked about the violence of video games and, Play, PlayStation 2, Grand Theft Auto, you know, things like that. I mean, there's always things that we look at as a distraction, movies and music in the 80s, you know, um, the, 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 the crack ap- ep- epidemic, rap music was, was, was poisoning our minds. And all you're doing is listening to that rap music, rock and roll in the 70s, disco, disco in the 70s, rock in the 80s. You, you understand True. what so, I'm saying? So then what creates the balance? How do you balance then? It becomes that question. How do you balance? What what if we knew what, how to balance? Be, I mean, it's it you can find a balance. Like I told you, I've I looked at some of the the the, the videos on um, YouTube, which is the irony. <laughs> the, <laughs> the irony. The irony. <laughs> right. The irony of that. I went on YouTube, right, and looked at some some people's um, you know uh, uh, testimonials so to speak, about how they pulled back from social media and how they felt just like, you know, relieved. They didn't feel that pull of, of certain depression that certain people deal with. They didn't feel that, that pull of, of the sexual tension that some people get when they look at, you know, on various uh, social media accounts and then that uh, uh, the various convictions or whatever else that they were they had going on on social media pages, if they're married, DMing people and going kind of back and forth because everybody's accessible oh, yeah. on Instagram. If you comment, um, um, the Bible says what? If you send in your heart. Right. You have then or, you know. The sin of commission. To, yeah, you pretty much. Exactly. You pretty much already committed that sin to lust and all that kind of right. stuff is the exact same thing. So it's like you're on those pages. You're married. You're looking at whatever you're looking at, and that's a complete distraction for you. If that is a distraction for you, it's it's a difficult thing, but you got to pull off. Oh, well, I mean, get, that, that can even just be a whole conversation even of itself if you're married because you're looking at what if your wife's pregnant and the women you're looking at aren't shaped like your wife or don't look like your wife. Absolutely. So the, you become a comparison. So now you're going home. And, or or even if your wife sees the sees the women that you're looking at or checking out, how does she start to feel? Ex- exactly. So then that becomes another element right. in your marriage. And those become bricks that can... Make a house fall. Exactly. Right. And you can say, I'm on social media and I'm looking at things that are actually helping me excel in my business. Right. I'm following people that are actually creatives like me. That's great. If you're really right, because doing not that, everything, honest, not everything on social media is no, bad. No, and I mean not. It, it's people that I follow that that do funny skits. I remember we used to follow like Redo, Redo Brown, yep, yep. Kev on stage. He does a lot. He's Ha Ha Davis. Ha Ha Davis yeah. from Detroit representing you know so at the end of the day there are people in there that i follow that just make me laugh that do funny skits that um are you right bucko (laughs) (laughs) oh you on social media social media oh you distracted distracted but no so so we just have i think the, the the thing becomes this we have to begin to find a balance and i don't know what you need to do or what you can do because even mental health, I want us to end up doing a podcast eventually on mental health and things like that, but how it can hurt your mental health. But even like on my iPhone, I have, I have an iPhone to have a work iPhone, a regular, my personal iPhone, I have an iPad, all of my meet, uh, all of these are set up. So I'm able to see on Sundays how much I've been on, the different social media outlets. It tells me, oh, you spent this many hours this week on these different platforms. Now, like you said, I know that sometimes, most of the time when I'm on YouTube, I'm on YouTube either watching a sermon, watching some kind of video, and most of the time of videos I watch on YouTube are long. Like, yeah. Like 45 minutes, hour and a half videos, and I might be skipping throughout the day and things like that. So how's your Instagram experience like? 
um, Instagram <laughs> is not as I'm not on Instagram that much. Is I I no. mean not not really. I mean I'm on Instagram. Um, I would say Instagram would be number two for me. I would say it would be no. I say Instagram is three. three. I would say Twitter is number one okay. without a doubt. Uh, number two would be YouTube, mm-hmm. and then number three would be IG. And most of the time, like I said, when I'm on IG, is really at the beginning of the week. Okay. And I'm posting stuff on because I have a personal page. Mm-hmm. Then I have the Road to Damascus page. I try to, like I said, use the Road to Damascus page on my personal page. I, I would say, when, since you're not on there anymore, <laughs> <laughs> that is not as bad. Um, because, I mean, I'm just being honest. Will we send each other pictures like, bro, check this out or check that out? Absolutely. I'm not about to sit here and be a hypocrite and, and lie and, and poke. You don't understand what I'm saying? But the thing with me is, is I don't follow these people. Like I might see them in a search, like when I'm looking for something else, yep. but I don't follow them. But like you were following some of these people. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't really following them. Oh, you weren't? I was going to. You just knew they, just knew they. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> don't try to throw nah. me under the bus. Nah, no, nah, I was some, some I was following. But the thing about, like I tried to tell you, social media, and I'm just speaking from my experience. Right. Social media, you have the accessibility, bro. Right. So you don't really need to follow anybody to gain access, so to speak. Gotcha. Right. So that's why I had to remove myself so let me ask you this then okay you've been off of social media now what two weeks has it been two weeks it's been it'll be two weeks this week because it was uh sure will be sure will be monday it'll be two weeks so how has the experience been it's been good so actually um i the other day i logged back into my construction page okay um, and the good thing about that is majority of the people that I follow on there, yeah, exactly. He's making a funny face, right? Now. <laughs> the majority of the funny, the majority of the pages I follow on my construction page, which you know are similar to the one like my business, right? They actually do what I do, so um, I get a sense of fellowship in that. You know, like we, I can see other people that are doing projects that may not be like mine, but are similar, you know, and I can kind of uh, uh, follow these people and we can kind of grow together. I may be doing some things that they're not doing, you know, so some people follow me back and they, you know, it's various things like that. But as far as my personal page and not having, and I actually taking that small detox of like over a week and a half, it was good because... I didn't feel the need to pick up my phone every opportunity I got when I felt like, so you already know work is always busy for me. Right. And it can be stressful, but Instagram, which for me, social media is my Instagram is an outlet. So if I say, let me go take a lunch, it's been a rough day. Let me go take a lunch. As I'm walking to my truck, I'm looking at my Instagram. So now I say, you know what, instead of doing that, what I did within that week and a half, me and my cousin's husband go back and forth a lot, which I would consider him definitely a friend of mine. Okay. Um, we go back and forth. Well, family. On yeah, family, but also, you I know, you can you. have family, yeah. but they may they, not be right, I got you. like real friends. But yeah, no, we go back and forth on sending uh songs together you know like um uh upper room and the new song it's like one of them is called thin it's really a good song um good worship song and and we go back and forth like that so i listen to those songs throughout the day and then we'll go back and forth on listening to a lot of pastors some like steven furtick um one is a pastor darius guy really good guy um, had a good word, you know, just various pastors that we may, you know, stumble across. And those were actually my outlet. So as I was working, I was listening to those. And then it began to get me that closer fellowship that I needed or that 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 focus on the word. So where now I, I felt like it was feeding the Holy Spirit in me. OK, so that helped me out. Right. So you know it's been so it's been a positive for you. It's definitely been a positive. It's definitely been a positive. Okay. But I definitely had that pull to say, 
Go on and just Yeah you know to be honest you Because know, some you of, get used to it You get used to it And then some people You like let me see If they post this on Right you yeah know? Well no I think it becomes I think, I think it becomes I think what social media Can become uh-huh. A lot of times Is you get so used to it That you just find yourself Checking it And you don't even know Why you're checking it Exactly You just like I was just on it to, to What did happen in 30 seconds Exactly that, that I need to get right back on it. So it just becomes second nature. Even some people say that the first thing they do when they wake up is check their social media. Yep, yep, absolutely. So those can be issues. Like the first thing you should do when you wake up is thank God that he woke you up. Absolutely. You know, but a lot of people. But you get to do that when you're detached. Right. You, you literally have to delete the app. And if you delete the app, then you can actually so you saying So you're saying not only sign out, so... Delete that. You don't even have to sign out. Just, just delete, delete the app from your phone. From the, from because, your phone because, because then we just said it right becomes here. a fluid motion. 50.1 percent of yep. the time yep. on your mobile device mm-hmm. is to use social media. So that means half the time you are on your cell phone mm-hmm. is for social media. Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. If you delete the app. It becomes fluid early in the morning if that is your routine. First thing I wake up, let me go check Instagram. Now you go on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and you say, the app's not there. Or Facebook. And then it brings to remembrance why you deleted it. Right. That, oh, yeah, I deleted it because I'm supposed to be detoxing from it. And this was and what that I was should doing. show you how much of an issue it is if that's the first thing you're looking at. If you're craving that app, even if you make excuses to say, let me go in there and let me look to see maybe somebody sent me a message or the person I was trying to reach out to or whatever, let me see if they respond. If it's that important, they should have your number. <laughs> really? No, I If I it's agree. that important, they should have your number. Unless you're doing it for marketing and you're talking about a business page only. This is marketing for you. Uh, this is how you get income, things like that. More power to you. I'm talking about where it becomes a struggle and a disconnect from the 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 God value and the closer commune and relationship that you have with God. And that's what it becomes. If the first thing, like you just said, if you wake up in the morning and you go to, to a social media platform before thanking God and saying a prayer and um, maybe doing some stretches and things like that, it becomes... Hey, you know, kind of like an addiction. Absolutely. So I know I said I was going to play this clip, but we, we're um, getting ready to wrap up. So just uh, when you all get a chance, if you haven't had a chance to watch uh, The Social Dilemma, it's on uh, Netflix. It's a documentary that kind of combines a documentary with like um, – Real life, it's like situations showing people how to react. So it's like some parts is like an actor and things like that, but it's an actual documentary and they're doing commentary on the ways that these social medias um, use your information to keep you logged in or to um, be able to find out your information and things like that. It's a very interesting concept and it almost makes you just alone watching that will make you want to shut down and get rid of your social media. But it, I mean, I've really enjoyed this conversation it, 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 because really it's no right or wrong answer. Oh. And at the end of the day, everybody has to know what their limits are. They have to know what they can and can't do when it comes to social media. So we always do our wrap up. So I'll let you go first. Steph. So I say this. Everything that I said today is pretty much my perspective on where I'm at. You know, my thing is, is I need to detach from the world in a lot of areas. And the only way I can do that by detaching from the world is removing the, removing the things that give me access to the world um, and not detaching from the good parts. You know, I'm talking about detaching from the things that feed those strongholds or feed those, those shortcomings in you. Um, it's important to be able to remove that. And then you begin to fast from that. Most people, they, they want to fast from, like we talked about earlier, we talked about food and we talked about fasting from certain music and fasting from certain things like that. Well, to take a fast from social media is very important too, because as you begin to fast from that, you begin to hear God more. Um, if you make that commitment to say, let me pull back from social media and let me read my word more. Let me pray more. Let me take those times that I was going to get on social media to, um, you know, journal and talk to God on, on those various things. So um, that's my take on it. Well, appreciate that take, brother. 
And I'll just look, leave it with this. We talk about, I was talking about earlier, the blessings and the curses of social media. You have to determine what your limits are. You have to determine the things that um, prevent you from doing the things that you need to do. You have to determine the things that stop you from moving forward when it comes to social media. But just like anything else in life, it has to be a balance. Don't let it overrun your life. But I'm not saying that you don't need to be on it. But just make sure the information that you are getting is right, correct information. It's not just coming from any type of source. And if you know that there are proclivities that you have that you need to work on, then you definitely know that maybe certain social media functions should not be the things that you're on. But just seeking and understanding what you're getting yourself into when you are on these platforms. Because like I said, I love watching some of the TikTok videos. I love watching some of the IG skits that the comedians do. But at the end of the day, what are you doing it for? If you're using it for business, to grow a brand, to shop, to sell, and things like that, then absolutely keep doing it. But if you're using it for purposes of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, or the pride of life, then maybe it's not the best thing for you. So uh, we appreciate you all tuning in to another episode of Road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, it's about the journey. So we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Until then, be blessed.